It's time to talk politics. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to the program. I want to thank my first hour guests, Patrick Kaler and Jim Fink. Great hour. Uh, we open up the second hour talking to former New York State Senator George Maziars. Uh, Channel 4's uh, reporter Chris Horvatitz is uh, also in studio with me. Uh, we're going to be talking about all things Albany now that Albany has been completely ceded to the uh, Democratic Party. It's, uh, it's going to be a different world up there, and we're going to get George's insight on it. But uh, my first question is for Chris Horvatitz of uh, Channel 4. Chris, uh, I should have asked you, you've been in, in helping me out several times. I should have asked you this before. I remember a couple months ago, you got one of your stories you did was on that restaurant that got the hepatitis or whatever. You're feeling okay, right? You're not contagious? Well, or? I'm feeling a little, you know, I was standing outside in the cold in Ithaca last night at Cornell University. Uh, my brother coaches the Utica College football team. They had a game down there. So I, I feel a little sniffly, sniffly today, but, I, but not, that's not what not, you're talking okay, about. Yes, I want to make sure we're okay because uh, I put you in the room with Beamer there and you can, you can do the interview <laughs> from there. George, um, hey, Kevin, uh, you know, I, you and I go way back and I go way back with the state Senate. I used to work for Warren Anderson back in the uh, 80s uh, until 1988 when he decided that we should retire. Uh, it was always a battle for uh, the Republicans to keep control of the state Senate. It was. But they've done it decade after decade with a with a brief, uh, uh, you know, brief uh, period out of power for a couple of years back in the late 2000s. Uh, but now it's it's really gone Democratic, and it doesn't look like it may come back in time to uh, stave off the redistricting, which will happen after the 2020 census. I, I guess my first question is, who's to blame? You know, I think the—I don't know if there's any one particular person to blame. I think oh, the, oh, come the, on. The, dem- the demographics yeah. of New York State are changing dramatically. You know, the population uh, in the state is, is, is increasing. I think most people don't realize it's increasing, but it's increasing downstate, not upstate. You know, the Republicans tend to represent those uh, suburban, rural, upstate districts, you know, and they're just, uh, you know, when the, listen, Tom Precious had a very insightful article in the Buffalo News, I think, this week, where he talked about uh, redistricting and how the Republicans in the Senate used it to their advantage. I was on two redistricting committees. C- certainly, the the it, districts, the Senate districts are gerrymandered to favor Republicans, and, and they're able, even in the state, which is what, three to one? Uh, Democrat. Democratic. Well, both to, sides to, do it. To, you to, said to favor on. Republicans. You know, the Democrats do it to favor the Democrats, too. No, no I know that. They yeah. do it in the Assembly, right. and that's right. why there are right. 110 Assemblymen to 40, who are, right. yes. uh, who are yeah. uh, to 40 uh, in favor of the yes. Democrats there. Yeah. But, the, but the Senate districts will look like that if uh, the Senate... Uh, Oh, there's no question. Republicans don't you win know, it back. Um, I'll tell you, the, one of the very active, politically active Democratic senators told me a couple of years ago that uh, you know they could do redistricting. And with a state with almost 3 million more Democrats than Republicans, he said, we can draw 40 safe Democratic seats you know, and 20 safe Republican seats and have three that are toss-ups. toss-ups you know? yeah. And he said very, very graciously, he said, you can win all three. We don't, you know? <laughs> but really, when you think about the results of this election, they're already there, even before reapportionment. They're already there. Look, the reality is, and I, I hate to say this because I am a, uh, you know, I'm a Republican and conservative. I love the state Senate. You know, it's where I spent uh, most of my career. But, um, you know, the chances of getting it back, the chances of picking up eight seats are nearly impossible. You, you, you know, the thought was before the election, maybe the Republicans can hang on this time, but they're probably going to lose it. But I don't think anybody saw them losing no it by way. as much no as way. they no, did. People did not see Terrence Murphy losing in, in the Hudson Valley and Senator Kemp Hannon, one of the most capable uh, uh, individuals, chairman of the Senate Health Committee for a number of years, 
uh, losing on, on the island. And, you know, really, you look at the suburban districts, the Long Island, there were nine, nine Republican state senators, and, and uh, after January I, 1, there's going to be three. I, I mean, again, the thinking was, yeah, uh, Republicans may lose it, but they'll only lose it by a seat or by two. By one or two. And they can get it back. get it back. They we'll can get it back, back in 2020. And then before the 2022 elections, they can redistrict again and gerrymander and, and keep it Kevin, safe republic. Kevin, that's not going to happen. That's now. exactly that you just you just laid out the, the 2010 plan. Uh, in 2008, the Republicans lost the Senate by uh, one vote. Right. Uh, the Senate, the Democrats were in in, in and, the majority by one and, vote. And then the Democrats went crazy. Yes, they went crazy. They they did. Uh, what they're probably going to do this time, they raised taxes. I, I, they, I remember you were there for the coup, weren't you? Yes, yes I was. And the dueling sessions, there were two sessions going on yes, at once. Yes, I read yes. about that. And uh, I'll tell you, well, you'll, you'll uh, have to read my book, I think. But, <laughs> but it actually Bug. benefited upstate New York, the, the, the coup did. But. Okay, Chris Horvatitz from Channel 4 has a question for George Mazie, our former New York State <laughs> Republican senator. Well, let's talk about what all this means then. Uh, Democrats control the governorship in uh, both houses of the legislature. Uh, you know, I remember my first – one of my first trips to Albany as a reporter, and I remember going in the legislative office building and – you go into uh, the offices of one of the minority members, and then you go into the offices of one of the majority members. And, and you there see is a difference. There's, there's a quite difference. a difference. <laughs> so, so from a day-to-day thing, there's that difference. But uh, legislatively, I mean, what's going to happen now that one party can, <clears throat> excuse me, controls all three of those? Well, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you, Chris, uh, uh, it, it's, you know, look, at it, the reality is, and, and, and on the campaign trail, Republicans always say this and Democrats always say they're wrong and everything, but in, the reality is it's going to be bad for upstate New York. I can, I can tell you, that, that these, these are, are the darkest cloud looming over Albany right now is, is, and hear me out on this, is the MTA in New York, in New York City. The, the transportation system, millions of people moving every day to work. Um, either on a commuter railroad, the Long Island Railroad, or Metro North, and then the subway system in the city of New York is is beyond broken, beyond repair. And that's something the, the governor's taking a lot of heat on. Right, exactly. The governor's taking a lot of heat on it. Uh, the Democratic leadership in the state Senate is all going to be from the city or the suburbs. And, uh, you know, they, they are going to have to – and actually, if you go back to 2010, Kevin, um, you know, we, we won two seats on Long Island – strictly because the two Democratic incumbent senators there voted for an MTA tax on commuters. In other words, their constituents mm-hmm. in Long Island, Westchester County, whatever, and they lost in 2010 because of that commuter tax. You know, Now, with 40 votes in the state Senate, they're going to be able to pretty much do what they want. They've got to fix that MTA. Housing, housing, public housing in the city of New York is, is so, disastrous. So you're saying we're going to pay so for the MTA. We're going to pay for that stuff. We're going to pay for that stuff upstate. I think I think it's going to cost us in school in school aid up here. Now, let me say that's sort of the bad side of the ledger, Chris. The good side of the ledger is I think we have some very good people up here in the and the uh, you know some of my former colleagues on the Democratic side. In the paper, it's been widely reported that Crystal People Stokes may end up being the majority leader mm-hmm. in the assembly. Crystal Peoples is, you know, she's a Buffalo person through and through. She's very good at, at, um, at in the legislative process. She's well liked. She's well respected. More importantly, and um, you know, I think she's going to be uh, one of our aces in the hole. The other one on the other side in the Senate is probably even more important. You know, um, and I hate to be praising. I, I, I don't <laughs> hate it, but you know, I'm, here I am heaping praise on these Democrats. But you know, Tim Kennedy is going to be in a real tough spot now. Tim has done a very good job in Albany. Of, of working with uh, the leadership in the Democratic Senate. He's a, he's a player. 
there on the Democratic side. He's very good. Again, his his mind and heart are here in Western New York and in Buffalo. And Tim, I think, is probably going to get a leadership role. He should get a leadership role in the in the state he, senate. He, he'd better get a leadership role. I, I would think so. I mean, for us, yeah. yeah you, right. You know, so, you, so you, I think you know, sure. on the negative side, you know, you know, they've got a lot of problems down there. You know, we have a lot of problems up here. But I mean, you look at you know this ludicrous giveaway to Amazon. It's just just unexplainable but well, well let me ask you about that george uh if you're just tuning in by the way uh, george maziars former new york state senator uh republican from niagara county chris horvatitz by the way is the other voice in the room he's uh, helping me ask questions chris from channel four you know before you guys came in here the first hour i was with uh, uh, uh jim fink of business first and patrick kaler of visit buffalo niagara we were talking about the convention center proposal new one for mm-hmm. erie county i mean you know you got you got amazon you got the, you got the Javits Center improvements down there. Now that the power has shifted uh, in the state Senate, and now the leadership of the state Senate is going to be from downstate, and really upstate we have nothing, uh, are we going to get the short end of the stick when it comes to something like our convention center that we would want money for if we're going to do it, versus Amazon down there or the Javits Center or what Yankee Stadium, whatever? You know, Tim, that's exactly back to my point with people like uh, Assemblywoman Crystal People Stokes and Senator Tim Kennedy. You know, they're going to have to go into their leadership meetings and their budget meetings. They're going to, they're have, going to, to, have, to, have, to, they're going to have to pound their fist on the table. And I think both of them are extremely capable and 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 I, I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to do it for us. Um, you know, school aid is going to be another, that's another problem because there you're going to have, you know, the island fights for school aid and the city, the big five, which is, you know, uh, Syracuse, well, Republicans Rochester, have Buffalo, always Yonkers, and New York City. Re- Republicans have always protected the suburban districts. Very much so. Very much. In fact, you know, back in the, in the late 90 when we had the, the string of late budgets for mm-hmm. years and years and years, it really was all about school aid. It was it all was. about the split, mm-hmm. you know, and upstate school districts wanted it. And, um. You know, the, it was always about school aid, health care, and uh, transportation. All right. We have to take a quick break now. When we return, uh, Chris Horvatitz from Channel 4 is going to be here still helping me ask questions of George Maziar's former New York State uh, senator, a Republican from Niagara County. We'd invite your input. Uh, we're talking about all things Albany today. If you have a question or a comment, give us a call, 803-0930. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. That's uh, uh, bump music provided by producer Joe Beamer, uh, formerly producer here, soon to be host of the Joe Beamer show on Friday, Black Friday, uh, filling in for Sandy Beach. Uh, Maybe more about that later. Anyway, uh, in studio with me now, former New York State Senator uh, uh, from Niagara County, Republican, George Maziars, also Chris Horvatitz of Channel 4. Chris, you have a question for George. I do. Let's talk about Governor Cuomo. Uh, he came out this uh, before the election really pushing Democratic candidates for the Senate. We haven't really seen him do that. Of course, Democrats won the Senate. What's he got cooking? What do you think he? What do you think his angle is? Well, you know, I think the governor is very adept at reading the political tea leaves. He sees again the changing demographics of New York State. He knew that the Republicans were on the ropes. They they really only had a majority because one Democrat, Simka Felder. Yeah from Brooklyn actually caucused with the Republicans. Um, you know, I think the governor uh, was very uh, cooperative, worked with the state senators right up until April the 1st. And then once the budget... <laughs> wait, wait, April 1st. That's the budget yeah, deadline right, in New York right, State, right. isn't it? And uh, I think it actually was adopted April the 4th or 5th, something like that. But once the budget was adopted, 
the governor did a 180 and suddenly everything was, uh, you know, the Senate Republicans' fault and, you know, all these progressive things that, you know, and I think it's the other thing. I think that the defeat of Joe Crowley uh, in, in Queens did, did had his, ripple uh, effects primary, within the Democratic Party. Did, his, did the primary against Cynthia Nixon have anything to do with that? You know, I, I think it, it initially it did. But I'll tell you, I think um, um, Joe Crowley being defeated in, yeah. a, in a Democratic primary mm-hmm. downstate would would be the equivalent of of a a not very well known person, not a very well funded campaign of somebody defeating Brian Higgins up here mm-hmm. in, yeah. in Buffalo. I mean, it would be that it would be that surprising and earth shattering. I think. And when it happened, you immediately saw this huge shift in in. The Democratic Party in, in in New York State, and you know, I, now now they won. the uh, back to the question of what changes now that the Democrats control the state Senate as well as the Assembly as well as Governor. Uh, there's there's a lot of legislation that Republicans in the state Senate haven't been on board with. The Assembly has passed it. The Governor is ready to sign it, but the Republicans in the state Senate stopped it. What are what are the big pieces of legislation in your mind that are going to get through? Uh, beginning in January, uh, once uh, once Democrats take control of the state Senate. Well, certainly the one that they that they talk about, I think uh, a, a lot is what's called the Reproductive Health Act, which is uh, you know the the Democrats will tell you it simply codifies Roe versus Wade in New York state law. Uh, that's that's only that's a very small part of it. What it does is it allows abortion in the third trimester, which is just just absolutely shameful, um, and it allows. Uh, ab- abortions to be formed by non-doctors. The problem that they have now is you can't find doctors that will do abortions because, you know, you, you have these very excellent uh, 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 crisis pregnancy centers around the state that are care net centers that are, you know, they have sonograms. They, sh- they show um, um, women, you know, a sonogram at 10 weeks. They can see, they can see a, 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 you know, a head and arms and legs and everything. And, of course, they don't do the abortion. And doctors are saying, you know, this is not no massive cells anymore. You know, the technology is really, is really cut down dramatically on a number of abortions. So that's the first thing I think that they're going to do. Um, you know, there, I, I think, you know, uh, probably some, some legislation revolving what I talked about earlier, about the MTA. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's, a, that's a huge thing for them. I think they're going to do some economic development reform too, you know, which, which probably is, uh, is uh, overdue. Well, we were also talking about the election law. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, the election law, they're going to do – They're going to first of all, they're going to move the primary from September back to June to coincide with the federal primary. Right now in New York State, I think we're one of the few states. Which, which will save Erie County a few bucks. It'll, okay, and that's good for you, I guess. Well, it's good. Well, we want that <laughs> to have – I, mean, I mean, a primary costs you know, money to You know, the Republicans' position was, why don't we move yeah. it to August? You know, the Democrats wanted to move it to June. But anyway, they're going to move it to June, no question about it. They're going to um, – I think they're 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 – you know, they may do some sort of public financing of political campaigns in, in New York State. That's something that a lot of these, you know, progressives mm-hmm. want to do. The other thing I think they're going to do is uh, um, uh, I think they're going to end fusion voting in the state of New York. They're going to, they're going to not allow people to run on more than one line. You know, right now, Kevin, yeah. you know, you run on the conservative Republican, line. Republican, conservative independence and Democrats so on. tend yes. to run on the Working Families, Women's Equality yeah. Act, all those things. You know, they're going to end that fusion voting. The governor— um, um, this may come as a shock to some people. The governor, uh, <laughs> I think, I'll speculate here, 
probably despises the Working Families Party in New York State. I mean, 2014. Who, who, who backed Cynthia Nixon. Yeah. Who, they backed Cynthia Nixon in 2014. They backed the governor, but he had to go down to the Desmond Hotel in Albany and grovel and beg for their support. He had to do something. He had to call Mary, Mayor de Blasio to go down and meet with them in 2014 to try to get it from them. I'm sure Andrew Cuomo never, never forgot that. So, and, and Mike Gianaris, Senator Mike Gianaris, he's from Queens. He's the head of the Democratic Senate Campaign Committee. Mike is a, is a smart guy. He's, he's, a, he's a good person. Um, you know, he's a very, very liberal Democrat. Uh, but they don't call them liberals anymore. They're progressives now, Kevin. Got it. Right? But Mike is a good guy. He's a smart guy. He's a great political tactician. He knows that in, in, in a state where you have three million more Democrats, you know, they don't need the Working Family Party. They don't need the Women's Equality Party. They don't need you know, these minor party lines anymore. So, um, you know, I think they're going to do a couple of things. I think they're going to raise the threshold. Right now, um, Kevin, as you well know, you, you have to get 50,000 votes. Your gubernatorial candidate must mm -hmm. get 50,000 votes in order to be a permanent party line. I think they're going to raise that threshold um, so that the next governor's election— which, are, which won't be for another four years. Won't be for another four years. But you're going to eliminate those minor party yeah. lines. I think they're going to make it—this is just by— a projection on my part. Sure. I think I think you're going to make it a hundred thousand. There's probably only one party that can reach that hundred thousand dollar, hundred thousand vote goal. The conservatives. Conservatives. So you're going to end up with three parties in New York State: Democrat, Republican, and conservative. Now, a conservative candidate, you know, or a Republican candidate who can't run on a conservative line. You're, you're going to draw votes away from Republicans. Exactly. You'll have a. They'll run a conservative candidate. Exactly. A, 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 a straw man, in effect, right. and they will uh, and and. That'll siphon votes off from right. the from so, the Republicans. So candidates. you know, statewide, it would oh, be almost that's impossible. That's kind of Machiavellian, isn't it, it George? It sure is. <laughs> what, what about early voting? Do you think we'll have well, early I'm, voting? I think they're going to do early voting. Um, there, you know, which again is going to cost more money. You know, I think. You know, look, I I was opposed to that. I think it's going to. Uh, I, I think the opportunity for um, for fraud is is great. They're going to do early voting. Going to do what's called no excuse absentee ballot voting. Um, no, well, how about ahead. those? How about go those I voted stickers? Are are, are they going to get oh, those yeah. through? <laughs> <laughs> who who buys those I voted stickers anyway? I mean, do some counties provide them? I don't know. I I I, I know wait, my no, polling wait, wait. You my were place out in Newfane had a while. You were a Niagara County clerk in a former life, weren't you? Uh, I was. Well, did, I was. Did, did you provide anything there? I voted stickers or anything <laughs> yeah, like that? We, Listen, we provided well, the Department of Motor Vehicles. We registered we're, we're, vehicles. We're covering. That was before we're, the internet. We're covering all topics today on Hardline. Listen, we've got a. I think uh, Neil McManus is standing by with the news headlines at the bottom of the hour. When we come back, uh, George Maziars, former New York State Senator, Chris Arvaditz of uh, currently of Channel 4, maybe a future New York State Senator, who knows? Uh, we'll be back. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Three zero nine thirty. This is Kevin Hardwick on Hardline, sitting here with uh, former New York State Senator George Maziars and future New York State Senator uh, Chris Horvath. <laughs> That's uh, a rumor. Chris, Chris is marking time now at uh, Channel Four. It's only a matter of time. Uh, Chris, uh, we'll, we'll get to your phone calls by the way in just a minute. Eight zero three zero nine thirty to call. One more, one question from uh, from Chris to George, and we'll get to phone calls. Chris Horvath. Okay, so Democrats control both houses of the uh, legislature. Uh, is we talk about ethics reform. It's always been a moving target. It feels like mm -hmm. in in New York State, and something people have always have been asking for that hasn't happened to the level, at least, that they'd like to see. Is now the time with one party in, in control? You know, I think the governor is going to be under some some tremendous pressure. 
uh, to deliver in that area. You know, there's going to be there's going to be a pay increase for the legislature. They haven't had one since 1998. So, um, you know, I mean, they've had a commission now that's studying it. They have to report, I think, by December the 10th or something like that. The governor— We went through it, the same process a couple of years ago when did. nothing yeah, happened. It, right. If the pay raise happens, it has to happen before the first of the year. It has to happen before the first of the year, yes. Uh, otherwise, the, the next legislature— which is seated in January, doesn't get it for two no, years. Right, exactly. So I can rest assured they're going to do it. The governor is going to uh, – I, I think they're – you know, some of the things that I think they're going to uh, uh, do is probably some campaign finance reform with limiting or eliminating uh, campaign contributions from limited liability corporations, LLCs. They were viewed as individual-like, so they could you, you could get 10 campaign contributions from 10 different LLCs. I think they're going to limit, limit that. Um, I think they're going to do, and I'll tell you, this is uh, um, something the Republicans have long opposed, is uh, uh, limit or the governor in two interviews this week talked about banning any outside income. Now I'll go back to to the Democrats, uh, the political people in the state Senate. You know, um, there's if, if they ban outside income, there's probably four to five Republican state senators that have extremely lucrative and extremely successful careers outside of the state senate you know the assembly and senate members in new york state are designated as being part-time do you, employees. Mm-hmm. Do you think that they're in districts that republicans could win anyway uh no i think every district today in a, in a state with three million more so, Democrats, so it every could get even party. worse before it the 2020 get, elections could, which will elect the legislature that does the redistricting after the 2020 census you hit it right on the head kevin thank you for being able to you know, encapsulate that, I, it so I, good. I, I, I have this <laughs> gift george anyway but, anyway uh, you can you can bet that's going to happen i mean if they if the governor and this week twice said ban not limit but ban outside income you know you've got a successful attorney um, you know, or a successful real estate agent or a successful, there's one Republican senator who's a, a very extremely successful uh, uh, home builder in the Albany region. Uh, he's, he's, he's an excellent state senator too, but, you know, that's his part-time job and, and you know, his full-time job is, is, you know, building houses and he's very good at it and does a lot of it. And, you know, he's a guy that, that probably would not be able to stay in the state senate unfortunately okay uh i i said we'd go to calls the number to call by the way is 803-0930 803-0930 let's go first to john in rochester john hey uh welcome to the program again listen um last week uh i kind of mocked you a little bit after you told me that the bills were going to run the table that's right <laughs> and uh well you know you're you're, I guess, uh, one. Uh, how many games were remaining? One, one eighth of the way there, or one, ninth, whatever it is. <laughs> you, you haven't been proven you know, wrong yeah, yet, yeah, John. Been pro- is what and, he's and saying. You're not going to get proven wrong this week. So I, uh, you know, my hats off to you, John. Six more. We're going to run the table. Got it. Got it. I we we heard it here first last week. John, you have a question for George. Yeah, George. Uh, how you doing, man? Good, John. I'm doing great. You know, John. I knew that when Hardwick called me and begged, literally begged me to come on this show, I knew you'd be calling today, John, because the Bills had the bye week. So right. That's right. That's the only reason I came on, John, was because I knew that I'd be talking to you. <laughs> but listen, you know, it's amazing that the Republicans held on to the Senate for this long. It's to me, it's almost like a miracle. Uh, like I, my uh, state senator, Joe Robach, who's a really good guy, and I'll tell you, there's a lot of African Americans uh, who are Democratic that vote for Joe because he does. He transforms the uh, party lines. He uh, goes over party lines, and uh, he has an appeal and charisma uh, of, of both sides. So I think that's one of the keys. But I think they're. I think the Republicans are done, as you've been saying. The thing that the thing that bothers me, though, is the media 
hasn't publicized the radicalism of the uh, Democratic Party. I've talked to uh, Kevin about this in the past, probably too much, but uh, on a national basis, uh, Tom Perez, the head of the uh, Democratic Party, and uh, Keith Ellison, second in charge, they're, they're radicals. Ellison's is an anti-Semite. Uh, Perez is a supporter of La Raza, a racist group. It's unbelievable. They're, they're both, and Perez is really radical. He, he's a, he's, I would classify him as a Marxist. And then on more of a, a local level, a statewide level, uh, the New York City uh, contingent, uh, Democratic contingent, they are in that category. Yet the media, I think the Republicans are missing the boat in, in hitting this issue uh, in, in their campaign. John, John I'm, going to, I'm going to cut you loose in a minute, and then you can hear George's uh, response uh, on the air. But before you go, George, George has, a, has this sixth sense that you, uh, when you showed up on the screen, that you might be from uh, North Tonawanda. That's right. Oh, my God. Well, George, accurate again. <laughs> John, thanks again for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, uh, John's uh, point about the, the, the media not uh, publicizing well, it. That's it's, a it's all for Chris uh, and me. It's all Chris Horvatitz's uh, I'm very fault. sure I have no comment. All right, all right. Uh, Spoken you know, like a true uh, future senator. <laughs> you know, I, first of all, I, I agree with John. I, I, I but, but, you know, today the media is so much different, Kevin, than when you and I first started in this business. You know, there's, there's – uh, you know, there's so much media today. I mean, you know, it's 24-hour everything, you know, be it Internet or, you know, the, the 24-hour cable stations. It's, um, it's just so much of it out there. You know, the, 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 the Democrats, as John pointed out, they're extremely radical. And, um, you know, you're going to have to have those moderating And, and now they voices. own New York State. And now they own New York State. Well, there, there you go. You let's know, let's um, go next to uh, back to the phones, 803-0930, the number to call. Guy in Buffalo. Guy. Welcome to the program. Thank you for holding. How you doing? And I, I was a supporter of uh, Mr. Maziar's all the way through. I just have a bone to pick with some of the things he says. Okay. First and foremost, uh, the Tom Precious article didn't mention the Democrats outnumber Republicans three to one in New York State. So even the assembly numbers of two thirds are generous to Republicans. It should be three fourths Democrats in that House. Uh, so I mean, Republicans being charged is not even a semblance of democracy. I'm a fan of Republican government, don't get me wrong, but uh, total dominance by one party when they're really minor party status in the state. Um, um, and actually, when you see candidates in very safe Republican districts wearing union t-shirts from the state teachers union, I, Republicans really were no different. I, I'm glad they're in a minority. I hope that they refine their roots and maybe next time when there's a constitutional convention, They'll support it instead of being against it like they were last time. Uh, so I really I don't see the benefit, like Mr. Maziar said now and in the past, on how that coup was beneficial for Western New York. It was slightly. I'll give him that, but um, not as much as he said. And I would point out that uh, he, as a Republican, actually called for Byron Brown to be the next senator um, after Hillary was, uh, you know, left her Senate seat. So how much of a Republican is he when he's supporting a really radical liberal Democrat that was voted for late-term abortion in New York State? So I really question Mr. Maziar's oh. conservative roots, too. Oh, okay, Guy, thank you for weighing in. Uh, George, a lot to unpack there? Yeah, a lot to unpack there. you got a great memory, first of all. Uh, yes, when, when, when uh, 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 Hillary Clinton left the U.S. Senate, I did. Because, first of all, the appointment was being made by Democratic Governor David Patterson, 
Um, I thought, you know, so clearly it was going to be a Democrat. Why not be a Democrat from Buffalo as opposed to uh, a Democrat from downstate? So that was my thinking there. You know, I'll, I'll wear that. Um, uh, some, well, of the, some of the other things. Well, well, I uh, constitutional convention, uh, Republicans in constitutional convention. I thought it was a great idea. I supported it. To, uh, I think I was there for at least one or two votes. Of course, that I, comes, I voted in favor of it. I can tell you that. But personally. but but that that question comes up every twenty but years. On 20 years. It's not going to come up for Last another year, nineteen. Yeah, twenty thirty seven. When according to Kevin, I'll be a New York State you'll, senator. You'll be, apparently, and yeah. and by the way, on that, uh, will you debate? <laughs> you know, I think I think the guy. You're, you're still upset. You wanted that Chris Collins, Nate it's, McMurray uh, debate. Water and under that's, the bridge. What can you, you say? Know, it's not going to happen now. It's not going <laughs> to happen. But you'll you'll commit to debating when you run. Uh, I don't right commit here. to anything. Oh, you know boy. some of the other you points. Are good. I, I just want to take you know some of the other points that guy mentioned. First of all, he's yes. very, very, uh, 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 you know, uh, obviously very committed and everything. And and I'll tell you, New York State, you know, the Republicans. You know, been successful with with moderation. I mean, you know, Kevin Hardwick is, a, I think, a moderate Republican, and you know, an endangered species. Pardon me, endangered species. I get it from both you know, sides. Guy, I would have to tell you that you know, you talked about some Republican senators who were, you know, in favor of uh, of uh, or working with, I should say, nice and you know, look at you. You know, when, when we were fighting for more school aid for upstate school districts, you know, when we saw, the, quite frankly, the Republicans on Long Island picking our our pockets on school aid and the, and the Democrats in the big five picking our pockets on school aid. Yeah, we cooperated with people who felt like us that we're not going to be left, you know, uh, we're not going to be left in the, in the basement when it came to school aid. And, and you know, if NYSEC was there fighting with us for more school aid, you know, we, you know, I, I'll take any partner in a, in a good fight. Okay, if you're just tuning in, boy, are you missing a good show. But we've got uh, George Maziar's former New York State Senator, Chris Harvaditz from Channel 4. Along for the ride, we've got one more segment after the break. Uh, we'll have a few more questions for George. But if you want to weigh in, the number to call, 803-0930. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to Hardline. Uh, a final few minutes. Uh, by the way, uh, before uh, before I get back to George Maziar's and Chris Horvatitz, just want to let you know that we will not be doing a show next week. It's Thanksgiving weekend, uh, and or the weekend after Thanksgiving, I'll be taking that weekend off. Very difficult to put the show together during Thanksgiving week, book guests and all that. So I just said, forget it. But we will be back in uh, in two weeks. So uh, don't uh, don't get confused when you don't hear us next week. Uh, George uh, George Maziar's uh, former. New York State Senator, uh, joining us, uh, Chris Arvaditz from Channel 4. George, uh, you know, I, I mean, the, 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 the tone of my questions has been very much gloom and doom. You know, the, uh, the uh, Republicans have lost the state Senate. Democrats now control everything. It's not going to be good for Republicans, certainly. It's probably not going to be great for upstate. Um, is there... Is there any hope? Uh, is there any well, hope? Uh, well, is uh, you know for the GOP for? for I've got to tell us? you, I'm the eternal optimist. I I would say that, uh, um, you know, to me in politics, you know, you talk a lot about you know what gets people elected. People ask me this all the time. You know, what gets people elected? You know, is it is it television advertising? Is it print media? You know, print, uh, uh, you know, mail, direct mail, stuff like that. Now it's social media stuff. You know, I think 
overlapping all of that or overcoming all of that is just picking good candidates. So I think the Republicans are going to have to retrench a little bit, go out there, find some good young candidates, like Chris over here. Chris, yes, we're looking yeah. at Chris but, uh, Harvada. You know, so, uh, my some, bosses aren't going to let me back on this no, show. Well, good young <laughs> candidates, um, uh, you know, candidates that, that, that can win. And, uh, you know, the, obviously, the, you know, people talk about changing the state GOP chair. Um, you know, that... Look, at that's up to the state committeemen uh, and the county chairs. Um, you know, I mean, I, I certainly, you know, would, would like to see a Western New Yorker in there. Um, like like Nick Langworthy? Like, like Nick, sure, like Nick Langworthy. You know, young, aggressive, uh, certainly understands the business Nick, Nick, very well. Nick certainly has had quite a quite a bit of success in, uh, in uh, yeah, this, this neck of the woods, although this was a rough season for him. He was playing sure. defense across defense the board. The time, and, right, uh, right. And but, lost, but Nick and is it was won, a bad year. Nick has won in a, in a heavily Democratic uh, Democratic yep. county, and that's and really that's what you need in a state chairman, somebody who can win in some Democratic areas, you know, pick the right candidates at the right moment and, and the right place that, and time. That's been the complaint about Ed Cox from some in the – Republican yeah. circles saying he hasn't done enough to win enough statewide Republican, uh, you know, enough, sure, enough statewide exactly. elections. Yeah. His, his, his record there is not good. Kevin, I have a question for you. Why don't you read the text messages? There's a big board oh, here. And oh, the, and sure. And the text messages that come in are, are on well, this well, big board. Well, because and, and some of them say some pretty nice things about George I think Mason. he wants <laughs> you to read the first one <laughs> because, there. Because, because too often they're profane and directed at me. But but I'll, I'll read this one. I'm only this, kidding. Uh, whatever happened. George really, George really helped us Remington Drive <laughs> residents to help ourselves with excellent representation. Thanks, George. Uh, Kevin O. I didn't know you had a brother named Kevin. I mean, I got a lot of siblings. I have I a lot of siblings, a lot Kevin. of brothers, not one named Kevin. But, so, uh, so, hey, but anyway, know, yeah, back you know, to you know, There's a lot of talk. There, there, there is more and more talk. Every year it surfaces the idea of uh, uh, splitting New York State into two or three states, have, yeah. uh, get rid of New York City. Uh, you know, people are talking about that. I think there's an online petition or something. Right. That's really probably not. You know, it's, it seems seems nice on the surface. Right. But it's what people happen. don't realize is that the money in New York State, uh, that much of the money that comes our way actually comes from New York City, from Wall Street. And, you know, the billionaires are down there in large number. They're not up here. And actually, the flow of money is from from downstate to upstate, with the truth I'm be known. I'm glad you said that, so I didn't have to say it. But, well, you're you know, not. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and I'm the one that has and, to run. You know, realistically, but anyway. realistically, realistically, you know, it, it, it's it's not uh, going to pass. Certainly in this legislature, you know, it, it's it's been introduced year after year after year, and it's just it's just not going to pass in the legislature. Uh, you know, I I give people a lot of credit for going out there and tilting at windmills, but uh, you know, I think the better option is to go out there and to uh, 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 choose, you know good candidates to run for, for public office. As a, as, a, as a former New York State senator, are you glad, as a Republican, are you glad that you got out while the getting was good? Would, would you want to be back there? <laughs> you, I'll tell you something, Kevin, and it's going to surprise you. You know, I certainly, I certainly miss some individuals there. You know, I made a lot of good friends on both sides of the political aisle. Um, but uh, my life over the last three years has been totally changed over. I have three grandchildren now. And uh, I am very involved with uh, helping my daughters raise them. And, and I think to myself every time, you know, that I have to go over and watch somebody because the mother has to take the other one to daycare or something like that, I would never be able to do this if I was, you know, stuck in but, Albany. But so. as, we, as we mentioned earlier, I mean, you, were, I mean, you ended your career as a st- public career as a state senator, but you were also a, 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 a town clerk in North Tonawanda or a, a clerk, in, right. I'm city sorry, clerk. city clerk in right. North Tonawanda. You were, uh, you were a county clerk in Niagara County and then you went to the state senate. I mean, public service 
has been enriching. I mean, if, if, if I have this friend who's considering running for public office, his name is Chris. And if you were to talk to Chris and try to get him to, you know, tell him <laughs> that, that it's, you know, I, I mean, that, that, that you benefited from it and you think people benefited from it. Didn't you? Absolutely. Would, absolutely, I do. And I would, would certainly Would it be a good idea for Chris to run absolutely. for something? Absolutely. I think, I think it would be a great idea for him to run for something. And I, I, I did it for 41 years. It was very rewarding. And, um, you know, I, I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it from a little different perspective now. But, you know, I enjoy it. So, Chris, are you, are you convinced? I mean, Chris, you know, all, all kidding aside, you do a great job with uh, uh, Channel 4. And it's not just standing outside the restaurant with the hepatitis and all that. Well, but sometimes uh, it's standing outside in the I mean, cold telling people how cold it is. <laughs> how cold it is. Well, well, yeah. You, you, do you have an assigned snowbank for this, uh, for <laughs> this upcoming it's season? It's down in Springville. <laughs> down in Springville. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, l- listen, we're, we're, almost, we're almost to the end of the show. I, uh, I do want to thank uh, uh, George Maziars for coming in today. Uh, it, uh, it's, I, I think it's been great for all of us. It's been, been great perspective you've been able to give, give us because you were there and you know even even you know aside from being a senator you were always a a a political strategist you knew (laughs) where every vote was and how things were going to come out and you're you're also very good at predicting things and chris orvatis uh super again thank you uh listen we want to uh as we go away we want to remind people that we're uh we're not on next week Uh, it's thanksgiving weekend we're going to take the week off but we'll be back in two weeks in the meantime however we've got the joe beamer show coming up uh black friday he's in for sandy beach great bunch of guests great guy great host joe beamer give him a listen uh uh friday morning as you're going to the mall. Uh, it's been a great show. We'll see you in two weeks. Uh, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You've been listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN.